Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David, and welcome to Mindful Moments. Today I come to you with a slight headache. If you're watching this, you'll be able to see that I have a new hairstyle. 360 degree beads. Unfortunately, this is very much a style of style over substance. I tried to sleep yesterday, and I thought that I slept fine. But throughout the day, my headache has just been increasingly just got increasingly worse and I never get headaches generally. And sadly, I'm forced to admit that it's because I slept with beads pressing into my head all night. It is what it is. I would never know if I hadn't tried. Right after recording this, I am actually going to take out a lot of these beads. Not all of them, just enough that I can get a good night's sleep. But that's my funny little thing to start the episode with. Other than that, things are good. Life is good. Life is actually very good. I feel very comfortable in myself right now, comfortable with the things that I'm doing. As I said in the reading episode, I tried to read a fiction book, a non-fiction book, and a book that I read or would have read as a child every month. And currently, I've actually taken a break from non-fiction because I feel like I've learned a lot of things recently. And at some point you had to apply that knowledge before taking on new knowledge. The thing about human beings is that we're wonderful. There are many of us with many unique perspectives. But we can't take on too many perspectives at once. If we do, it just becomes confusing. Two people can be very correct and say things in very different ways and it takes us time to process all the information. So I find that if I read too much nonfiction and too many things that are trying to help me live a different life, let me leave the word better on the side for now, convincing me to live a different life, then actually it ends up being counterproductive. Really the good thing to do is read some information, try and take that on, try and apply it in day-to-day -day life, then go back and read more information. So I'm taking a little break at the moment. But yes, I am doing very well, generally. Doing very well has enabled me to think more about life and the people around me. I feel like when everything is well internally, you cast your mind more to what's going on externally. It's one of the great privileges of things going well for you. Every positive has a privilege attached to it. And with every privilege comes a responsibility to do something else. Because I feel very happy and very good about myself right now, I feel a sense of responsibility to treat others with kindness and love. Not that I don't always have one, but especially in times like this, because I want to share the good feeling that I have about my life and the things that are going on. And so I've been thinking very much recently about giving people grace and what it means to give people grace. I have really tried to stop saying that people are bad people. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who unequivocally have done horrible, terrible things. And if they're labeled as bad people, it's completely understandable because of their actions. We are, to an extent, our actions. We have to take responsibility for the things that we do. 
But I am thinking a lot about the way that I label people. And I'm not talking on a grand scale. I'm talking on a day-to-day people I come across scale. An example. Yesterday, I was in the train station and I was walking down the stairs and I wasn't walking fast enough for the person behind me. And I'm not a slow walker. I walk with purpose. But I wasn't walking fast enough for the person behind me. And they gave me a push in the back to kind of hurry me up. But if I was unstable, I could have slipped. I could have fallen. And in my head, I thought, what a terrible person. And I revised that thought. and thought it's a shame they let their anger take them over in that moment. We are very emotional beings. We behave, we act on emotion all the time. I'm trying, rather than calling people bad people and labeling them entirely by certain actions or certain moments, I'm trying to rephrase it slightly and think of it slightly differently. At that moment, he let anger take over his personality. At certain points, we let certain parts of ourselves become the dominant part of our personality. And we can always change. We can always let better parts of us be in control. But sometimes our circumstances, the things we're going through, life around us, make certain parts of our personalities dominant. I read something once. And when it comes to quotes, I find that few things in life are absolute. So I don't ascribe to them 100%. But there's a lot of truth in a lot of things. I read something once that said, our greatest strengths are equally capable of being our greatest weaknesses. Of course, when you read something like that, the first person you apply it to is yourself. And I thought about myself. I am good at talking, quite intelligent. I have other qualities. <laughs> I have other qualities, but let's stick with those two. Um, I'm good at talking. And being good at talking means that I'm confident enough to do a podcast. I am good in social situations. I know how to speak to people across any walk of life. And I'm willing to, you know, talk to people and get to know them anywhere. The negative of being good at talking is that sometimes I can dominate conversation all the time. I will be in a conversation talking about myself, talking about my life, and then stop and think, I've just talked about myself for the last five minutes. And it's not intentional at all. But of course, that can marginalize people and make people feel like I don't want to listen to them or don't care about what they have to say. Me being quite intelligent, I did well at school, all that kind of stuff. I was told when I was younger that I was intelligent, that if I hadn't had the right role models and the right guiding forces in my life, I could very easily become an arrogant person and think that I'm intelligent and start to think that I'm better than other people. When really the true mark of intelligence is how much one is willing to learn. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room kind of thing. I feel very fortunate that I've had people around me, friends, my girlfriend now, my family, the authority figures I've had in my life. I told the story about Mr. Paul, my primary school head teacher last week. I've had the right people around me to guide me and give me the information to make sure that my strengths remain my strengths and to nourish and nurture me to improve on my weaknesses. Not everyone has had those things all the time. And that is a constant ongoing process as life goes on, as I change, different things will become strengths, different things will become weaknesses. And I'll always need other people to help me be the person I want to be. So when people do things that I feel are wrong or are bad or don't treat people in the way that I feel that they should, I really am trying to give people more grace and trying to look at people and think about their circumstances in their life because no one just arrives at a situation and behaves the way they behave. There's always, there are always things that go into that. And people can and do change very much. I think one good example of that is secondary school, high school, wherever it's called, wherever, wherever you're from, 
wherever you're listening. I don't know many people who are exactly the same as they were in high school. It's quite rare. We all change. But I mean, that's between the ages for me of 11 and 18. Tremendous amount of change. And school is a very, it's a tough place to be. It's very Lord of the Flies. All you really want is a lot of people. One is not to be picked on, not to be looked down on, to get through every day and not be sad, essentially. And it can be very hard. So sometimes people will do things to fit in. Sometimes people will be on a side of an argument or a joke just so they're not the ones being picked on, etc. And what's hard about things through that age is that we were young, but that doesn't mean our actions don't count for anything. I have a few friends from secondary school that I'm very fortunate to have. They're all great people. And when I talk to them, I always think about the things that we did when we were in school and how much they remain parts of their personality and what things we should let go. Of course, being a child, being younger gives you some level, it absolves you of some things, but that doesn't lessen the impact it had on someone else in their formative years. So I've been thinking a lot about that. I've been thinking about, I've got two friends who hated each other in secondary school and now they're very good friends. So obviously people can change and can do things differently. And that can apply through any time of life. It's just that as you get older, I suppose you've got more responsibility because you've got more experience and you've got more knowledge and you know already the things that you perhaps didn't when you were younger. I think when giving people grace, the misconception is that to give people grace and to think about their circumstances whenever they wrong you and all that kind of stuff, the big misconception is that you have to do that without protecting yourself. You have to continually allow someone to get away with behavior that you know isn't right and that they shouldn't be doing because you're giving them grace. I think it's very possible. I know it's very possible to give someone grace and protect yourself at the same time. If someone behaves in a way that hurts or upsets me multiple times and I continue giving them access to me. Ultimately, I bear some responsibility. And it's very hard. It's very hard to care about someone, give them grace, understand what they're going through and still do what you need to do to keep yourself safe. Sometimes it feels like punishing that person. I know what you're going through. I know why you're acting like this. I know that this is just a part of your personality or something that anyone's capable of being angry, rude, dismissive, and you're letting that dominate your personality right now. Yet, I'm going to act on it, even though I know it's not the entirety of your personality. Personally, and I'm obviously talking very personally throughout this whole thing, these are all my thoughts. I find that very difficult to do sometimes. If I understand why someone's acting a certain way and I believe that there's more good in them and that this isn't representative of their actual personality, Sometimes I give people too many chances. Sometimes I let people get away with too much. It's only through having done that too many times that now I reluctantly, but very firmly, will deny people access to me, even whilst giving them grace. The grace I give doesn't have to be, I'll carry on meeting up with you, I'll carry on talking with you, I'll carry on spending time with you, even though I know every time we do so, you upset me. The grace is... I'm going to put some distance between us, put some boundaries up. I'm going to give you the understanding. That means I'm not going to be angry at you about it. I'm not going to start arguing with you. I'm not going to say bad things about you. But at the same time, I need to protect myself. 
that's really a balance I am consistently struggling to strike. And I think one of those things that will never be easier. The thing about being an adult sometimes is that there are problems on a scale that can't really be fixed. There's no right or wrong to a certain situation. If someone says they've changed and are going to treat you differently, when is the right time to forgive them? How sorry do they need to be? These are all things that don't have answers. It's a case-by-case basis. You have to decide whether or not you're willing to put your emotions in their hands again. So these are all things that I'm really figuring out. I also think about the grace that's been given to me. I think about the kind of friend that I've been in certain friendships throughout my life. I think about the things that I've done wrong. I think about the stories in which I am the person who did something wrong, in which people were giving me too much grace and I was consistently upsetting people or doing things that I didn't know was hurting people and they were continually letting me because they were understanding my circumstances even before I did. One of the hardest feelings in life is knowing that you've changed and not being believed. It hasn't happened to me very often, quite rare. Maybe one or two relationships across my life, but it's it's a tough feeling. The thing with an apology and remorse, an apology is an offering. It's not a transaction. When you apologize, you do that because you are in the wrong and you should apologize. The other person deserves your apology. You aren't owed forgiveness or even acceptance of that apology. If you apologize and it's accepted, the other person has exhibited real forgiveness. If their whole situation is let go and they forgive you entirely, that's a wonderful thing. That's a blessing. But it's not what you're owed for an apology. An apology is an offering to be taken on the terms of the person who deserved the apology. There have been times where I've apologized and it hasn't really been accepted or forgiveness hasn't been extended. And it's tough because I know that I'm a different person. I know that I'm a better person than the person who wronged whoever I'm apologizing to. And it hurts that they won't believe it. I think one of the most egotistical things to do in that situation is to regret your apology and double down and harden up and say, okay, fine. You're not accepting my apology. I retract anyway. I'm not, I'm going to behave exactly the same. That is a real example, an apology not being accepted of a lesson, of a harsh lesson and a lesson that if one is in that position, that one probably needs to learn. The responsibility then is to go forward and be different and be better and prove that you're a changed and different person by accepting that situation for what it is and not recreating those circumstances for yourself ever again. I'm trying to be a good person generally, (laughs) and it's hard. These are questions and thoughts that go around my head all the time. And I constantly do evaluate my friendships and my relationships and think, am I being good enough to the people around me? Am I growing? Am I better? Am I changing in the ways that I want to? Am I having a positive effect on the people around me? I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit emotional. I don't know why. I think it's because, as I said at the beginning, I'm a real people person. I'm an extrovert and I care very much about people in the world around me. I want people to always be better off for coming across me. And so having to examine self like this and making sure 
that I am having that positive impact and really trying to change the parts of myself that I know can be hurtful to other people or difficult to be around is tough. And I also have a tremendous amount of gratitude for the people around me who allow me to make mistakes and allow me to who allow me to be who I am and are okay with me not being the finished article. I think it's one of the greatest blessings in life to have people around you who let you be yourself and don't demand too much of you and give you the space and give you the grace to try and be better and who see your efforts for what they are. I think that's the big thing. Everyone can try. It's a really tough thing to try and for that not to be seen. And I do feel very seen. I feel very seen by the people around me. And I want that for everybody. Yeah. Giving people grace is very important to me, as you can tell. <laughs> and it's something that I'm working on. It's something that I'm trying to do more of because I know how it makes me feel when it's given to me. So it's something that I want to give to others and people around me too. I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.